You're listening to a 1FM podcast. And welcome to the AFL Opening Bounce as we go into a recap show. For Since there is no more football, it's done and dusted. We had the Collingwood song there pop up uh, a few minutes ago just for all you Collingwood fans that didn't hear it the first time round. And for everybody else, you just say so you have to suffer it one more time. But anyway, I'm Jason Asplund, back in the chair. Been away for a couple of weeks and had to do a phone patch in with the boys who did a good job. But welcome, Bridges. How are you doing? I'm oh, good. Good to be here. How are you out there, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, yes, the hero is back from the Queensland All-Australian Championships with a medal around his neck. I, did, I should have brought me medal in just to show yeah, stats and medal. <laughs> yeah. I'm just scared I'll lose it. I think it's like <laughs> one of those things that you got to hand off. I'm definitely not. You know, the hand, say you hand these medals to your parents. I'm not giving it to you, Bridges. Thanks very much. All right. If I want it looked after, I'll give it to mum because I know that she will look after it. You'll like put it in a box somewhere and it'll go into the chicken coop or something. Thanks very much. I know. Just have this but faith your in you. will put it somewhere so she won't lose it and then she'll lose it. Won't know where, remember where oh, she she'll put it. She'll know where it is. How are you, the statsman? Welcome, hello, Mark. yeah, hello, Jason. Uh, of course, Sydney did it one final time to you, didn't he? he just took the away from the host, and yeah, not really fully understanding the radio dynamic. But anyway, we love him anyway, don't we? But no. hello, listeners, and I can't believe we're here for the final time for season twenty twenty three, and we draw the curtain on our thirteenth, oh, thirteenth year actually at the opening bounce as well. 13th so. year on Friday the 13th. Yeah, well, on Friday the 13th as well. I didn't even consider that one, probably. Jason. I actually put that out of my head at Friday 13th today. So and there's probably 13 times. trades that have happened. You never know. It's gone down. We're so, going to talk about So that. what's the mission for tonight, boys? We're going to do some trade talk and see where teams are at. And then I think Statsman's got his ABCDZ list of where AFL teams, uh, he's sort of rated them so we can do that, which we normally have done it by this stage, but we got so busy with the finals or the talk with Brownlow and all these other things happening over the last period that we've missed the, the actually given a, a bit of a, a rating to where we thought some of these teams ended up. So that will be part of it. Of course, we're here from Pat and Tina's BP service station. I went and got some fuel off Joey today and he gave me a, a little, he was happy enough with the, the Melbournes not giving up too much and and standing by Clayton Oliver and trying to keep him with the club. So I said, you can always trade him to St Kilda. We will make use of him quite happily. He said no. Well, he's had another fall from grace over the last few days, and I understand he's doing well in himself. But Melbourne, I wouldn't think, be overly impressed with his fall from grace again. I think that that's sort of where Melbourne are at, really, is that they're... He's got all the talent and he's dropped off the rails a little bit and they're obviously backing that they can bring him back on the rails. Otherwise, he'd be the the highest ticket item sitting in this trade week that we're just completing. Well, yeah, the thing is he's on a monster deal. Like he's there till 2029 or 30. So... If he doesn't improve this year, then they can trade him next year. He'll still have value next year. What do you think, Stats? If he has a bad year again next year, like this year wasn't at Clayton Oliver standard, if he has a bad year next year and his contract is massive, they're going to have to put in a huge amount of dollars to sell him off. They're not going to be able to just straight sell him. Whereas right now, if he's on a 1.2 million year contract, there'd be six or eight teams that would go, thank you, we'll find 1.2 mil to, to bring him in. But next year they might go, nah, look, i got 700K. That's all i got. Mm. Um, but you know, if if he doesn't perform, you 
his values now. Yeah, look, firstly, I just hope he's okay as a person. I hope he's going really well within himself and let's hope everything's all right. None of us really fully understand what's going on currently. People at Melbourne do and they're monitoring the situation. Let's just hope that all is well with Clayton Oliver going forward because we need him in the AFL. He's one of the stars of the AFL and of course he's a premiership player at Melbourne as well. Look, to be fair to Clayton, he has had his injury concerns this season which haven't helped uh, in 2023 but I'm sure that he'll be back in red and uh, blue colours in 2024 and we'll see the best of Clayton Oliver. Okay. All right, Stats, you've been keeping a pretty close eye on some of these trades that have been happening out there. Uh, What we might do is jump to a sponsor's break. On the other side of that sponsor's break, we will get you to start giving us a bit of a a where a team's going and who's wanting to do what sort of a list. So we'll jump to a sponsor's break. You're listening to the the final opening bounce brought to you by Pat and Tina's BP service station up the north end of Shepparton. Pat and Tina's BP service station, North Shepparton, has been serving people living in and visiting our region for now more than 50 years. There's no other place you can still experience driveway service delivered with a smile, the old fashioned way. Supplier of BP Ultimate Fuels, they will wash your windows, check under your bonnet and even do your tyres while you wait. Next time you're filling up, do it at Pat and Tina's BP service station. GV Highway, North Shepparton. One of them sponsor. And welcome back to the AFL opening bounce. Can't do too much of that song. Just, you know, one little tweak in there. That one's for you, Heather. I know you're listening in. One last uh, little hurrah of that for you there. And before we go into the trade period, so what started, what's the go? Now, this is a bit of a debate in itself, trying to read this AFL document here about what the trade period opens and closes. So... It actually opens and closes over the weekend too. So it closes on a Friday night and then reopens again on a Monday morning. So it doesn't look like you can actually process trades or do anything over the weekend. So right now we've got to where the the unrestricted free agency period, the restricted agency and unrestricted free agency, that's closed now. So if you were one of those uh, players like Jade Gresham that was a restricted free agent, your deal time is over. Now we've got the trade period goes through to where Monday clubs have got a chance to match that. So if St Kilda choose to match Jade Gresham's offer, they've got till Monday to match that offer, Monday 5 o'clock. And then normal trades, so trading players backwards and forwards, trying to get players from wherever, that closes at 7.30 on, fr- on Wednesday the 18th. So what's the difference between those two? Okay, so right now it's Jade Gresham's gone and got his own trade. He's le- and St Kilda only get compensation picks. And after that closes, then they'd have to give a second round pick for him, or you know, it's a, it's a proper trade. So the, it's a deal between the two clubs, not a deal between the player and a new club and, and, a, and, a, and a bonus pick from the AFL. Right. So we go then to Bridges. You want Joe Blow? You'll give a first round pick to get Joe Blow. All right. Uh, then what happens after that is it opens up for selections only. So we can then, on Monday the 23rd of October, they can then continue to trade draft picks. So draft picks still stay on the table. And delisted agency free agency, so all the delisted players, that comes up on the 1st of November. 
and then that closes on the 8th of November. So players that have been delisted have got a week to find themselves a new home. Uh, and if not, they end up in the where have we got the, the national draft. The national draft. Or the rookie draft. And the AFL draft nominations close three PM on the thirteenth of November and the draft is the twentieth of November for the first round. And yeah, what by the that in this year. Did you mention that there? It's an AFL document that could have that, that could have been it's more complicated than reading the Bible, and you want to know what state it was oh, in. Just a question. <laughs> Sorry, can't answer it. So stats in amongst all of that confusion, which players uh, we're going to sort of start from? We'll Adelaide. have a look at Essendon first. Completed trades. Completed trades. Yeah, so, we're doing completed trades. All right. What have the Bombers done that's been a use? Because they've been pretty active, haven't they? They have been. And Essendon have got Jade Gresham from St Kilda. St Kilda got an end of round one compensation pick, which is currently standing at 21. They've also got uh, Ben McKay from, or McKay from North Melbourne. Uh, North got a round one compensation pick, which is currently number three. Todd Goldstein from North Melbourne, who was a free agent. So he goes across to the Bombers. Now, the one with the question mark is Xavier Dersma from Port, who was pick 18 in 2018. Of course, uh, he's from Gippsland originally. He has signalled intent to come to Essendon, but I don't think that's been done yet. Not been done yet. The deal, what they're trying to do is Port want to swap Dersma for Thurk... Thatcher. Zerk Thatcher. Zerk Thatcher, right? That's what Port want to do. And Essendon is saying, no, that's not enough. We we rate Zerk Thatcher Yeah, higher. I agree with Essendon. I rate I, Zerk Thatcher I higher. I don't know. If key defenders s- aren't easy to come by he's these not days. A key. He's not a key. He's, he's, he's been, killing it. He, he blitzed no, last year. Rubbish. Rubbish. He got scored at will against. He's not a great mark. He's not a great competitor. I don't think he's the answer for Port anyway. Whereas you got, Dersma, spikes, on, you got spikes on those boots you just kicked into him or what? Dersma is a much better quality footballer. Like, he didn't have a great season Dersma's another Jade Gresham. He's a small forward that thinks he's a midfielder. Well, the diamond dozen out there and, and they need exactly to stay in the Essendon forward line. Want and then Port want the other. So it should have been just a straight swap in my mind. And I think then Essendon would have been winning. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Now, what did... But Bombers pay Jade Gresham. Do we have any info on that? 700 apparently in four years. In four years. So if St Kilda want to keep him, they've got to cough overs. Because no, I don't they've think... They've just got to match the 700. They've got to match that, but That's I don't overs. think he's worth it. Well, he's been... Well, he's, gone, he, he's gone, I believe, Essendon's done the deal. No, but as we just saw then, St Kilda have got till Monday to choose to override it. Now, He's I don't been think on 800 grand at St Kilda. Has any club actually said no? Well, they're, they're saying, yeah. well, I don't know about that, but I, my my belief is on all the reports I've read on Gresham, he's a bomber. Yeah, I believe it's been done. Yeah, I d- accepting I, 21. I, I, and I think that's unders. Tw- hang on a minute. You, you don't reckon he's worth the money that they're paying him? I but didn't you, say that. But you want a better pick? No, I, I think 700 is unders. You reckon he's worth more than seven hundred? He's been on eight hundred at St Kilda. He's won. His stats stacked up through the year. He's kicked goals. He's exactly what Essendon needs. His efficiency need. rating was worse than mine. It was just terrible. Every second of two out of three kicks went to the opposition. He still kicked twenty-two goals for the season. He was Saints' third high, highest goal scorer. All right. He's been. He's only twenty-six years old. He's still got a good five years left in him. 
Right. So then the Saints should match it, if oh. you're according to what you're saying. Well, I I think they they needed them, them to pay eight hundred thousand, and then Saints would have got the pick fourteen. They've got pick thirteen now, I think it is, or whatever. They that's what they should have held on for. You don't get a hold on. If Gresham signs the deal, it's done. No, he's still contracted at St Kilda for one more year. No, he's a restricted free agent. Yeah, because his time's up, but he's still on a contract. Uh, that the Saints can match that if they choose. And he has that to means stay. he's not on a contract. It means his contract's expired. Otherwise, they'd have to trade. That's what a restricted free agent is. It's a guy whose contract's finished now, and he hasn't signed a new contract with his current club. So he's up for grabs. But the restricted free agent is not on a... It's a, a time. It's, not, it's a time thing. Exactly. That's just right. It's how many years you've been in the system at that club. Yes, but he's still out of contract. Otherwise, he can't leave. Yes, he can. You just, they just rip up contracts. Contracts mean nothing today in the mm-hmm. AFL. Okay. All right. Uh, so St Kilda get yeah, a first, an end first round pick for him. Which so Essen have copped up nothing to get. I, I, honestly, if I was the Saints, I've... Got a tag of about 500k on him. That's it. Stats, what do you reckon he's worth? I, I actually think Essendon's done a good trade here, to be quite honest. I, I actually think that they've got a really good deal. And I think you're going to see... Uh, Jade Gresham, I thought, was really good at St Kilda. I, I've got to be honest. I thought he was a, a forward that kicked goals. They might use him in a different way at Essendon as well. So, yeah, I, well, I they think they've got... Use him, they won't need him in their midfield. Their midfield is better. Yeah, th- that's okay. They might run him off halfback or something like that as well. Well... So you just don't know what their plans are for him. Well, he, might, he might play yeah, a single without, role. Without Tip and Woody there, they need another a small forward. That's right. And if that's, they're going to play him... They're just going to play him as a small forward. Well, they might do, Sydney, but... And he'll kick 30 or more They goals. might do, Sydney, but we saw it at Collingwood and they ended up winning the flag, playing players in different roles... From other clubs. Yeah, but Gresham was played out of position at St Kilda. As a midfielder. Because they wanted to play him as a, a as a forward flank midfielder. Well, that's okay. But he, he played the majority that. of his games as a forward, though. Oh, not really. Not so much this no, year. No. He was a bit more forward yeah. towards the end of the year. But he's a forward. He's, he's a, a forward. Key, he's a yep. great small forward. I, I agree, that. Uh, and if they kept him in the forward line, I'd be happy for the Saints to pay everything they could for him. But they just wouldn't. So, all right. Um, Goldstein? Weird move, I think, from Goldie. I think, it's a, I think it's a good move for him. I'm surprised he didn't end up at Geelong. It's only a one-year deal, though, isn't it? I'm not sure. I think it might be just for the one year. It yeah. could be two, but I think it is one. No, I think it's only one. But what he's going there... Because Phillips retired at the end of the year. So Bulldog, um, Bombers have got um, the big fellow who's injured at the moment. Is gone Draper. For, Draper. He's gone in for an operation. And then they've got a young fellow, O'Brien or O'Day or O'Brien or something. He's only a young bloke, played half a dozen games. So Gold is expecting to come in there and cover the ruck. Now, Gold just wants to ruck. North Melbourne, on the other hand, they've got young... Ziri coming through and they showed this year that he's just not they'll put the young bloke in and Goldstein might have played half a dozen games next year whereas at Essendon he could play most games oh I think he definitely had to move I'm just not sure that Essendon was the the right spot for him because he as soon as Draper's fit he's a backup again 
Well, yes, but Drake, Draper can go forward and kick goals. So can Goldie. So can Goldie. So yeah. and not but only Geelong, that, Scott likes to play two ruckmen. But in Geelong, he would be the one and only ruckman that was there every day. Well, Geelong, that's where he was talked about going there last year, but Geelong weren't overly interested this year. What about Ben Mackay, defender from North Melbourne? Good pick-up for Essendon? Uh, paying way overs. 800 grand a year for a B-grade backman. He's a good intercept marker, but that's it. He's he's, But it, it, in a different scenario, being at Essendon than at North, in Essendon he's going to have Redmonds and, and Ridleys around him that will take it away. So the aim will be for him not to kick. Handball away, do little bits and pieces, but take those intercept marks, which he's very good at. He's injury prone. He's played no more than... 14 games a season over the last three or four years. So he's not a long-term player or doesn't play every game. So have Essendon that overpaid change, for him. though. I mean, you can be unlucky with injury. Throw this one out. You're talking about how they get a, a top five pick, like they get North Melbourne get a first-round pick for him. So what the, AF, the, 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 the matrix, as stats would call it, to get this system is based on what they get paid in 2024 compared to what they got paid now. But now contracts are at 15% less than next year's contracts So because of the pay rise. Right. So what North got that extra pick for him paying 800. Next year, he will have to have got 900,000. Right. So if, if it was a 2024, so if we're having the same conversation in 12 months' time, it's not 800, it's 900. 900. So what they've been offered next year that's why there's so many picks going out because each club's got more money to throw around than they had there. They got fifteen percent more money to throw around. Speaking of North Melbourne, what did you find with North Melbourne stats? Yeah, interesting. North Melbourne. I want to bring up something about North Melbourne in a minute as well. What uh, Matthew Richardson said on Melbourne Radio, and I'll read it out to you, and I'll get your guys' comments on it while we're on North Melbourne. Well, North have got uh, Zach Fisher, defender from Carlton. Uh, Carlton got a first-round pick, currently 21 in that first-round pick, and a second-round pick currently at 25 for Zach Fisher. And North received off the Suns pick 18. Gold Coast get end of first-round pick, second of two uh, North Mel- of North Melbourne's assistant picks there. And Dylan Stevenson, midfielder from Sydney, is now at North Melbourne as well. And the Swans got what? a third-round pick. Uh, 44, that stands at currently, and a future first of two North Melbourne assistant picks. So No, North it just says a future first round pick. It's not one of their assisted picks. No, that's what I've got. I've got a future yep. first of two North Melbourne assistant picks. No. Uh, well, yeah, that's what's on the AFL site. Yeah, okay, all right. That might be where that other pick went because I can't see it listed there. It just says a future first round pick. Um, where it's, it talks about the end of first round, and the Gold Coast one talks about it being the draft assisted pick. So, because that would be this year's one, probably, or well, they yeah. still got this year's. Oh, one. pick via AFL, just just worded differently. Yep. So they got those. So they got two. So fir- North have given up. Dylan Stevens, I, he's an interesting uh, target. I think was he a top ten. He was a very early pick in the draft two years ago, I think, and just never got a run. But. Every time we saw him, there was enough there to show that he's going to be a footballer. So North, North might have picked up a decent. They've picked up a midfielder out of him there, I think. Believe that much. Yep. Um, and and mid- midfielder and pick twenty five, they've picked up 
for a fourth, a third round pick and a AFL handout. Yeah. So, so they've, made, they, they've cashed in pretty good there. Yep. Getting Fisher, is he? Is it Fisher they got from Carlton? Now, Bridges, explain that, why the North was so heavy to sell these two f- next year picks the AFL handed them. Well, the AFL gave them an end of first round pick this year and two end of first round picks next year. But if North climbed up the ladder next year, the AFL could take those two picks from next year away. If they've already used them, then the AFL says they will stand, whatever club they've been traded to or whatever. So the aim was to build North Melbourne this year. If they stayed down next year and they had those two picks left, they could use them then. But what the AFL was aiming for them to do was use those picks to do exactly what they've done with Stevens. So do you think that's right stats? We'll give you two picks. We'll give Bridges two picks. But if he happens to learn how to kick a footy, we're going to take him away. But if he's already sold them to you, then you still get to use them. Yeah. It's, I, a, it's a bit weird. It's I, sort of, I sort of don't understand it. But can I talk about what Matthew Richardson said? It only goes through about a paragraph. So yep. uh, I got this off 3AW during the week. Matthew Richardson has voiced his concerns on the AFL draft compensation system with North Melbourne. Landing five first-round draft picks, including pick three, which they received in exchange with Essendon for Ben Mackay. Richardson believes exchanging pick three feels like way too much for Ben Mackay and expects big things from the Kangaroos within the next few seasons. Richo has described it as a bonanza to North Melbourne. Yeah, well, that's what we've been talking about. It's They've just been given a handout on a plate. And, and my point is they deserve it. They've been a, a basket case for t- far too long and they needed a help and this is the way the AFL has helped. But Mackay, I, I think that that getting pick three for Mackay is overs. He, he is not worth that as a footballer, as I mentioned before. I don't think he's a, he's a great full back however his pay was there the years was on there and, he, and North are entitled to that pick do they have to pay like they've offered him 800k do they have to pay him the 800k every year or they can pay him 800k the first year to spice up the deal for North Melbourne and then pay him 400k after well, that some dodginess went on with when Danaher went to Brisbane um, over getting paid so much more the first year and I think then less I'm not yep. positive of what the actual bit was, but there was certainly some talk that Brisbane had pulled a bit of a shonky. It'd be pretty easy. If you got room in your salary cap and say, say someone like North Melbourne could go targeting these guys because they're going to have plenty of salary cap room now or next year even, they'll have plenty of salary cap room. But then come a couple of years, five first-round picks, all going to want five, 800K a year. Um, they, they, they'll struggle later on. So you could bring in talent, overpay those. Only if those low picks now turn into decent footballers. Mm. Well, they picked, did well in the draft no last year. There's no guarantee there, is no, there? No, no. Um, all right, so you're happy enough with what North have done so far? Yeah, and, and I'm I'm against Richo. I'm with Sydney on that. I think that they we, we give helping hands out to interstate clubs that I, I feel some of them shouldn't have been in the competition before Tasmania. So why not North Melbourne? Why not a Melbourne club? Why can't we help a Melbourne club that's in need? Absolutely right.
I agree totally, Stats, because that you cannot, the league itself cannot afford to have clubs not rotating up and down the ladder. That is important to keep the structure of the, the game in Australia. It's the only game we have. So you cannot afford to have clubs that just don't perform over a number of years. And if they are, whether it be their fault, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's North's own fault, as Jason mentions quite often. They got rid of t- too much experience in one season. And the AFL have also come out after that and said they do not want clubs to do full rebuilds. They can't stop it. No, but they, they're not, they, they, they've made this an issue a- As now. a philosophy, they're against it. Exactly. And if you do that, then you are then putting at risk. So North have got pick. So after getting, they got they got Fisher, they got Stevens, and now they've got pick two, pick three, pick. I lost that one. Now I had it there. Uh, pick two, pick three, pick fifteen, pick seventeen, pick eighteen in the draft. Yep. So and fifteen, seventeen, and eighteen in this year's draft, and nothing. To write home to mum about. Oh, this year's got a bit of talent in it. it was uh, a, they say after pick, after pick nine, it drops away very heavily. That's, they say that every year. They say that every year, though, oh. Sydney, and there's always one that stands out. But even out. the top nine, there's only, there's only a few in it this year that they say are really good footballers. A lot, a lot of them are going to go in the top nine are not even going to be. They're, they're guesses. And I'm looking to see what North have got in. So they've got no pick in the second round. And... Pick 57 is their next pick. Yep. So they've got five picks, but they're they're all top-end picks, and then they go have a rest for a while. Yep. So the next club you've got to look at, Stats? Sydney's been the other one in the trade period that's been very active. Taylor Adams, of course, Collingwood. Uh, missed out through the grand final through injury. is now at Sydney. Collingwood got a second-round pick, currently pick 33 uh, for Taylor Adams. Brody Grundy. Uh, from Melbourne and of course Collingwood before that. Melbourne get a third round pick. That's pick number 46 currently and a future second round pick uh, for Grundy. Joel so, Hamling from Fremantle, yeah. a defender. What sort of deal did Grundy go on? Like Years on how much? How, dollars, how much? How much do your lovely Collingwood still have to pay? Well, I, I believe it's around 300 odd thousand, 400 odd thousand. The what, the Collingwood are paying? Yeah, yeah around that, two, somewhere in that vicinity. I thought it was two fifty. No, it was yeah. more. It was more than that last year. Well, whatever it was, yeah, Collingwood still have three, to continue. It's growing. around three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, I think. Yep. Yeah. Well, they have to. Collingwood have to keep paying that, and Melbourne have. And how many years did they sign Sydney sign Grundy for for the remainder of that seven year contract, or is it? Well, a, I would a new believe deal? so. Yeah. Okay. I would believe so. Uh, Joe Hamling, like I was saying, a Fremantle defender, uh, unrestricted free agent, so he goes. Uh, from Freo to Sydney. And James Jordan, Premiership player at Melbourne, 22-year-old midfielder. Uh, Melbourne get an end-of-round two compensation pick, which currently stands at 39. That sounds a little unders, doesn't it, to pick 39 for a, a guy that this year I thought had a pretty fair season. Hamling, what what would Freo get for Hamling? Anything or nothing? Well, he was an unrestricted free agent, so... They just... We just walks. Yeah, walks, right. yeah. But he was good when he was at the Bulldogs. Hasn't Do you get it? any compensation for an unrestricted free agent? Uh, yeah, you can. You, still you, get can, you can do a deal. No, but you, you still get the picks, like Jade Gresham, St Kilda got Jade Gresham's pick and yeah, but you, you, yes. can do, you can do a deal or 
you know, if a player really wants to go and they're unrestricted, they can just go. Yes. but That's the whole the, idea of it. But you do get a, p- a compensation pick back from the AFL, don't they? Not always. No, like like Goldstein went from North and there was no compensation pick for him because of his age and what contract he went on. And Hamling, I would think, would fit in the same because he has played three games this year for Frio. Um, so they are just happy to get him off the books, really. Well, what do we think with Sydney, with Adams, Grundy, Hamling and Jordan? Have they done well? Is this a sign that Sydney feel they're in a premiership window? I think they definitely feel they are. They played grand final last year, made finals again this year, which looked really iffy and did quite well. So I, I think Sydney are definitely in there. The Ruckman, in being Hickey, he's retired, so they haven't got a decent Ruck. So I think Grundy going there is a, an excellent move. And um, I, I think also Adams going there gives them a, bi- a bigger body around the, the ball. What One of their concerns is that their midfield... Warner and these guys are still young and aren't big enough bodies and get pushed around a bit. So getting Adams in that helps there. I think that's a good move. And Hamling as a backup in the in the defence. Um, they lost Paddy McCartan this year, and that. So I think he's a fair pickup. Yeah, I think Sydney have done pretty well and coughed up nothing. Okay. Barth. What do you think, Jason? I like what Sydney have done. I think they've brought in that they filled gaps that they needed. They needed a ruckman because Hickey retired and everybody else that's over seven foot tall on their list uh, plays one game a year. So Laddams didn't do the job. No, he was, so, he's not, never went there as a first ruckman. He's, no. a, ruck, he's a forward ruck. And, and he's still not really hit that age yet. He's only just hitting that spot 26, now. 26, 27. Yeah, so he's still not there, whereas they need a ruckman to step in and be a grand final level ruckman. And Grundy wants to be the single ruckman. He just, well, we know he can't go forward and kick goals. So no, <laughs> Melbourne proved that. He goes from ruck to the bench. So when Gorn so was injured this that year, was good. I thought Grundy stood up reasonably well. He wasn't a gr- Now, what else did Richmond did... Uh, uh, let's just let me click up the the every move bit. Where on? Where are we? Sydney retirements and delisting. So they lost Ryan Clark, Will Gould, Lance Franklin, Tom Hickey, Paddy McCartan. Yeah, so they didn't really lose any midfielders. So picking up Taylor Adams is just a a, a bonus for them to fill a gap that they could put as a midfield off halfback flank wherever they chose to slide him on the wing. Taylor Adams can be an asset yeah, to him there. So he's a, I, I would think they'd use him midfield forward flank. So I, I think that's a, a good pickup. I, I've got. I think they've done well. Yep. Yep. Who have you got next stats? Got the Crows, and all I've got here is uh, Chris Burgess from the Suns uh, goes to the Crows from the Suns, and uh, first round pick currently at fourteen there, I believe, for the Suns that they've brought in. Yeah. And they've lost Odie, didn't they? Odie went And the Suns get in return two second-round picks, currently picks 23 and 26. So the Crows have got Burgess and a first-round pick currently at 14. So that's a pretty good deal for Crows. Absolute deal. Yeah. Um, What happened to Dodie? I thought Dodie went to... Dodie went to Brisbane. We'll talk about that. We'll get on to that. Has that not been completed? No. That's in my Brisbane list. Right. Okay. So I'm, I'm doing okay. plays that have gone to the club. Okay. So, so what yeah. they gain, not what they lost. Yep. Right. Next. I think that's good from the Crows, though, to get that first round pick in there for nothing. Well, well they gave up 
pick 23 and 26. So they gave up two but early picks. They don't need picks. the draft picks. They don't need the points. No, and which, a pick 14 still a decent player, yeah. which has turned into what now? That came from it's the Bulldogs, still, It's it? still sitting at pick 14 now. So that come from the Bulldogs, I think. Mm, Bulldogs not sure. traded pick 14 and 17. Anyway, it's still pick 14. It hasn't been overdone by bonus picks yet. Yep. All right, what's next, Stats? Well, this is an interesting one, and it doesn't really make sense to me, but I'll read it out anyway. Melbourne. Off the Suns, they get a first-round pick currently at number 11, and the Suns get a first-round pick currently at number 14, and two second-round picks currently at 27 and 35. So, so Collingwood get 11, give up 14. Melbourne. Melbourne, I mean, sorry, give up 14 and two second-round picks. And why this is... For a, number 11. Yeah, and why this has happened is because the Suns want to pick up three or four of their academy kits and they need the points for this. So when, let's say, um, Collingwood's come out and say, we want to go for Reed, I think one of them's called Reed or that, we want to go for Reed, the Suns have to match those points. So what Melbourne, what, what it is then <laughs> is that pick 14, 27 and 35 will be worth more than pick 11 was. Exactly. And pick 11, that's, you know, four picks earlier. Um, it could, it's right at the end of that superstar list that you're talking about there, Bridges. Mm-hmm. And so that, for Melbourne's useful. And Melbourne will already be wanting to try and move that pick. Well, they're trying to get pick one from West Coast. Yeah, now, the luck. other thing I couldn't get any information on, Tom Fullerton requested a trade to Melbourne from it's done. Brisbane. It got done, did it? Done. It's yeah. done, yep. Couldn't I find t- any information on it, just had a question mark there. Yep, I saw that on the AFL website. Give me two seconds and I'll tell you all Who's about a ruck forward. He's only 24 years of age, so... That would be a handy pickup for uh, Melbourne. L- yeah, I think it is a great pickup for them because they've lost Grundy as their second ruckman. They don't really have another ruckman on their list that's coming through. If he can play as a forward, a standalone forward, and then go and chop out Grundy in the uh, Gorn in the ruck, I think that's a really good move for Melbourne. Terrific, and it gives Fullerton a chance to be in the first team, not sitting in the twos all year. I'm just trying to find. I don't that. think he played a game this year in the in the ones. No, he's, and he was. He was uh, right struggle up for opportunity at Brisbane, playing just 19 games. Was recruited as a rookie, Category B rookie. Didn't play a senior game this year. What'd they give up for yeah, him? In the twos, I think he kicked, he kicked quite a few goals and whatever. Did pretty well. Uh, pick 47, they gave up for him. Yeah, not much. So that yep, that was pretty good. Anything else from Melbourne? No, that's it for me from Melbourne. Right, next. So the Western Bulldogs, they got James Harm, of course, from Melbourne. Premiership played, 28-year-old midfielder. Melbourne got a future third-round pick for him in exchange. Is, so there, is there any room for Harms to slide into that list? Like, what are they going to do with him? Oh, yeah, but well, the Bulldogs list is overrated. It's quite simple. The, the top eight or ten players are good, yes. But the bottom fifteen players are B grade, so yeah, okay. he's come from a he's come. So from he could a, take up one of those um, chocolato slots, exactly, and maybe not need as many chocolato tickets each oh, week. And he's also a pre, I think he was a premiership player with he was. Melbourne, so that's bringing some more experience back into the Bulldogs team. So yeah, I can see that being useful. Uh, okay, what did they give up for him? Uh, Melbourne got a future third round pick so for that's him. Pick 
35 to 45 area. So that's not much. Also, let me read this out because I hate these things that don't make a lot of sense to me. The dog's got a first-round pick currently at number four, plus two third-round picks currently at 46 and 51, and a future third-round pick off the Suns who get two first-round picks currently 10 and 17 and a future first-round pick. I I, I actually like this um, from the Bulldogs' side. Pick 10, pick 17... Bulldogs is going to have another 10 to 17 pick next year. They're going to be up in the top, probably, you know, sit around that mid lower eight by the end of it and or go a step further. So they're not going to have, you know, a bottom pick next year. This gives them pick four. And in this draft, there is four to six kids that are all absolute superstars that are coming through. So this gives them a, a dedicated, perfect kid to come in. They're giving up third rounds, things like that. Uh, I think that's a really good good bit. Like they've gave up. Yes, they've given up pick ten and pick seventeen, but that's it. And then they got back pick four, two thirds, and a future third. Well, they can use that. I believe they've got a father son coming through as well. Croft is the guy, but they won't use him on on him. They are after a little fella. I'm trying to think of his name. He played what academy? No, no, in the dra- out of the draft. Dragons or whatever player, he's a small. He's going to be the smallest player in the AFL. Smaller than um, Caleb Daniel. Yes, um, but they can stand together, and Caleb Daniel feels tall. I think he kicked seventeen goals in the national championships in three games. Um, What they want him with pick four? That's who they're after. Yes, Watson. I think the guy's name is. All right, so they've gone up for that, but the father, the other picks, will help them with the father son. That's exactly right. So they'll, they'll gain the points yeah. there to use with the father-son. The four is what they... Apparently, that they want a better class of forward than well, you know, they, a small it, around. If Cody Waitman stopped playing for free kicks, he could maybe go and do his job. Well, yeah, but you often need more than one. Uh, speaking of, of Bulldogs, okay, talking with Freddie today, he's lost. He's, he's seriously on the buy him a Collingwood shirt, and I reckon... Heather, if you're listening, buy him a Collingwood shirt, and I reckon you've... you've Moved him across from the Bulldogs. He's not had enough. Impressed. Not impressed at all. The, the, when the news come out about Jamara possibly leaving to go to Collingwood on a 10-year deal, Fred's like, why would the Bulldogs let that happen? Well, because there's something wrong at the kennel and players are leaving more than they're they joining. They signed Norton for 10 years, 9 years or something. And they would have overpaid. So this is the other problem the Bulldogs are in now. Everyone's leaving and jumping the ship. So anyone they're keeping... Oh, look, you're worth 800 Yeah, but I, if you want me to stay, it's a mill. Mm. Otherwise, I'll go because, you know, it, Dunkley went, every, Hunter went, everyone else is going. So and Let them go for bugger all. So if you're either paying overs to keep or you're, <coughs> you've gone through. So mm. Bulldogs have got problems there that they really need to yeah. figure out with Nick their Watson's list. Nick Watson's his name from Eastern Rangers. He's 169.5 centimetres. All right. Caleb Daniel, taller than him. Caleb Daniel and Kasai Pickett are the other two smallest, and Kasai, and they are both 171 centimetres. So he's one If they buy him big enough small. shoes, then he can gain that extra two centimetres. Um, <laughs> he didn't complete, compete at the um, national trials last month, and in, he was the leading goal kicker in the under-18s, under and he kicked with 14, year, 14 majors in four games. And he looks like a real absolute nouse at goal. Fair enough. What's so that's what they want pick four for, is him. 
We'll find out. What's next on your list, Stats? Port Adelaide get a second round pick currently at number 23 and a future second round pick off Frio who get a future first round pick. Frio get a future first round pick? Yep. Yeah, fair enough. So Port, you would think, would be up there next year in the top eight anyway. So, all right. Um, but what are the two that and that's Port what got? People might say, oh, oh, Port need them because they want to try and get yep. Radigalia and... and, and People might say, why would would Port accept a second-round pick when they're offering up next year's first? Mm. And look, as a, a person that does a lot of fantasy leagues and, and bits, when you're trading, if you're trading a pick now that's here now, it has value. If you have to sit on the pick for 12 months, you've got to go up a pick. So if I'm offering you a, a second-round pick now, Bridges, I want a first in return. Yeah. Okay, I've got to wait. If I've got to wait 12 months to pick my kid, I want a first in return. I'm not going to offer you a second round now for a second round next, next year. year. No it's game. not going to ever happen. Unless it's points or whatever, whereas Port are in a, a, They gave up their first and second rounds this year. They, they don't actually have many picks at all. I think they've only got two as it is even now, and then they've traded for some of those. I can tell you that. <coughs> um, I'm going down through a fair bit, and I'm not following. Pick 25... Who they want to give to Pick Geelong. 41. And they've got to watch the space on Dersma as well. Pick 49. they got mm. plenty of picks. They're just all late. Yeah, and Geelong, they want radical ear from Geelong. And Geelong are saying that's not good enough. We want a first rounder. Well, I don't care how structurally important radical ear is. <laughs> he's, he's not, not worth a first, first round pick <laughs> as long as the sun shines. <laughs> Honestly. I think you're wrong. Of course, because you're, you're the one that wrong. says he's structurally important. And this is where you delve in the fantasy and don't look at the real game, but you're 100% wrong on that. No, you know why I'm not you wrong? Know, you, know, you, you know why you are wrong? Why am I Because the deal fell through last year and Port wanted him, and Geelong would not pay unders to right. get rid of him. The reason I'm not wrong is nothing to do with fantasy. It has to do with the fact that Radical Air can't keep his body on the park. That guy has the talent that you think he's got, but we're never going to see it because he's going to play four games, do a hammy, Spend six weeks off, come back, spend two you games. You can't crystal ball that. That's been he's done it he's for been five years in straight. The past, but yeah, that that could change. It could oh, it could? But you you're going to go oh, okay. We've got five years of history here that says that he's going to play well, you ten could say games. That about Tay Adams, it's gone to the Swans, and that's why the Swans got him cheap. Yeah, well, I don't. They, think they got, got him cheap. cheap because he's given plenty of. Um, uh, service to the Collingwood Football Club. So they've looked after him there because... Cleared their salary cap in the process, probably. Oh, I don't think he's overly... He would have been paid decent. Yep. But the Radical Ear is... He's not... He's worth a second-round pick at best. And that... If he was... If he'd played 23 games this year in that back line, then you'd go, okay, yep, I'll... I'll, I'll, I'd give it for a first for him. But he didn't. did he play? He missed quite a few. We brought this up earlier. Brisbane's uh, now got Tom Doty from Adelaide, defender, uh, of course, free agency. But Adelaide got an end-of-round compensation pick currently at 19. Right, so they get the first one. And Doty's been injured this year too. How do they get pick 19? Well, that's what they've traded. Right, no, but it's end of first round. 16 bridges, so he so missed eight games. So Adelaide got end of round one compensation okay. pick. Yet Adelaide were higher up the ladder than North Melbourne, and North Melbourne got an end of first round pick. Wouldn't they have got the first pick? Run that by me again, Stats. 
Adelaide got end of round one compensation pick. Currently sits at 19. Yeah, for what? Dodie. For Dodie. Then they obviously paid Dodie less than 800k. Simple. No, but what I'm saying is if... It's Adelaide not, it's, were it's not, it were, doesn't matter. Yeah, but you, surely it's got to go on. No, it doesn't matter. Why? It doesn't matter. It's just straight after your pick. If, you're, if you've got pick one, then you're trying to sell guys because you get pick two straight away. If you've got pick 14, you're going to get pick 15. Yeah, but if it's an end of first round pick, yeah? Then it'll be pick 19 or but whenever. North would have had to have had a lower one than, than Crows. But North... No, we read out North Melbourne's earlier. That's North not got correct. pick three. No, that, different deal. They, the, the AFL gave them pick uh, no. end of round pick yeah. uh, this year and double for next but year. But they got pick three for Mackay. Yeah, we're not talking about that. With Dodie, if Dodie's gone as a free agent, then they're going. No, they're not unless they're paying him eight hundred k a year. Adelaide aren't going to get that earlier I'm not compensation. Saying they should get an early one. I'm saying pick 19 as against North Melbourne should have got 19 because they were the lower club when they got given a end of first round pick. So they should have already had 19 and Crows should have gone out to 22 or 21. Mm, well, the, the, that's a bit. Maybe if you've got first round pick, it goes, you know, pick 19 becomes pick 20 and you work your way back. You want, you want to be the last guy to get an end of, uh, end of first round. You've got to remember important point here. The pick is currently at 19. Yes, which means mm-hmm. if somebody else trades, then they'll get pick 19. So obviously, whoever the last guy no, to get an end of first no, round pick. That means that if academy kids are picked on by, say, yeah, but it then still they, could, they jump into there and then the, all the other picks get pushed out one. That's true, yes, which there will be a few. But you're not going to get those kids anyway, so that doesn't really affect the draft. I know we look at it and we go, oh, okay, but the AFL system's that rigged. Those kids aren't in the draft. No. Like, you know, you don't look at a, a Sydney Academy kid that's an Isaac Heaney that's coming through and no one looks at him thinking they're going to draft him. No, all they're doing is forcing Sydney to cough up points. Cough up the points to do it. and, which and affect. forced the Suns to trade pick four to and get whatever. the bits but so you know no one's looking at that North Melbourne aren't looking at the best academy kid going oh he's available no. so they're, they're effectively those guys aren't in it so just because the pick gets pushed out they're players that clubs have already put a line through anyway sure but they still pick them just to force the other yes play. well I think Crows have done pretty well I don't see problems. All right, let's rattle through stats. We're getting held okay, up okay so. but this is the last one of okay. all the trades and then I've got some not done deals yet West Coast, Matthew Flynn has gone to West Coast from GWS. He's a 25-year-old ruckman. GWS get an end-of-round two compensation pick, currently sits at 40. So was he a restricted free agent? Unrestricted. Unrestricted free agent I've got written here. So Leaving the Giants who receive, yeah, end-of-second-round pick as compensation. So his payment is somewhere around that four hundred to 500K a year to be around that end of second round pick, which is a West steal for West Coast. Absolute steal for West Coast. West Coast have got no Ruckman that's useful. Flynn showed that he's got the talent, but he was Briggs was better, and yeah. Briggs was more he of a mummy. injured and gave Briggs the opportunity. That's right. Briggs took it. And that happened the year before as well. Mm. He gave Briggs At the, the opportunity. The season, you're right. and, and so Briggs has showed that he's that mummy, crash and bash, ridiculous Ruckman. And Giants have obviously said, you're the man. What can we sell him for? They've sold him for a, a, whatever they could get. Yeah, I like that. 
And from West Coast, they've got two young kid ruckmen who are just getting monstered every game. That takes the pressure off them. They can slide and be a bit more of a forward or educated. I like that. Okay, deal's not done, Statsman. Okay, the deal's not done. This is of 3 o'clock this afternoon. Hang on, let's jump to a sponsor's break and then we'll do deal's not done on the other side of the sponsor's break. How does that sound? Okay, no worries. All right, you're listening to the AFL Opening Bounce, the very final show. It is trades and ratings is where we're at this week and it is time for a sponsor's break. Thanks to Pat and Tina's BP Service Station. Pat and Tina's BP Service Station North Shepparton has been serving people living in and visiting our region for now more than 50 years. There's no other place you can still experience driveway service delivered with a smile, the old-fashioned way. Supplier of BP Ultimate Fuels, they will wash your windows, check under your bonnet and even do your tyres while you wait. Next time you're filling up, do it at Pat and Tina's BP Service Station. GV Highway, North Shepparton. 1FM sponsor. And welcome back to the AFL opening bounce. Okay. All right, let's stats man. Deal's not done, you say. Deal's not done. Fire away. Okay, Melbourne has offered Adelaide a future second round pick for Adelaide's Shane McAdam. Deal not done yet. Okay. Next. Thoughts? Do you want any thoughts on that or McAdam? Not worth anything. Not going to get done. I don't think. Yeah, he'll get there, but is he going to be any value? It certainly wouldn't be. You might get a third, maybe a fourth round. That's all. He was a high draft pick, though, wasn't he? Was he a top uh, first-round draft pick? I think he'd be very good at Melbourne, actually. Anybody better than their forwards they've got there now. Okay, while he's looking up that, we'll go on to the next one. Jack Gunston of Brisbane has requested a trade back to Hawthorne. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yep. Yep. Request came in at 11.30 this morning. Deal not done yet. Well, if I'm the Hawks, I'm offering half what what I got in first well, place. Which was pick 49, I think. Uh, but then I'm offering a, a Category B rookie. <laughs> or a third-round pick in whatever year the Tasmania Tasmanian Suns get their first lot of picks. <laughs> because that'll be about a seventh-round pick because they'll have all the good kids. The, the question I have is, is he going to be what Hawthorne want back? What are they? I don't. I don't know that Hawthorne want him back because he thing, doesn't fit the age demographic. The only reason they could bring him back is as a playing coach. Well, have Hawthorne talk to him behind the scenes. Maybe they do want well, him back. Apparently, it's a family issue. Father died last year, and there's um, some other issues. Family issues is why. Not only that, he says that Brisbane's game plan style doesn't fit how he plays. Well, you have to catch the ball and kick it through the big sticks. But if they don't feed it to him how he leads and whatever, then that's... It's because you're number three, dude. You were brought up there as backup to Danaher and Hipwood who did not get injured. Yeah. If if one of them had done an ACL or bits... He still uh, kicked a few goals for the he year. He still though. did all right, but he was... Only thir- because he got eight or nine in one game, though. That he, he was the third out. string, though. Yeah. He, he was went up there, I think, hoping that one of them might not um, well, do the job. That, but would Hawthorne... Do Hawthorne need him back or want him back? Uh, J-Dub, if you're listening, send me a text. Do Hawthorne need Gunston? Well, we'll find out from J-Dub in a moment. Uh, for me, no, they don't. And, I don't. And does any club have use for a guy of his age, where he's at talent-wise? I think he's done. Well, look, I think that he, he would be quite useful to some of the lower clubs 
because of the experience and whatever he would bring in to those younger players. Like, you'd put him in North Melbourne, and I think he'd be quite useful at North Melbourne. I was about to say North Melbourne. Right? North Melbourne could. I'm sure if you put him into an Essendon side, he would improve an Essendon side too. Yeah, you're not going to pay him. What are you going to pay? 150, 200k for him? Well, his age and whatever, that's all you would be. Yeah, you like your salary cap. And he'd be, he's a, he'd be veteran salary. Yeah, so half goes in the salary Unless cap. you've already got veterans because you can only have so many. Yeah. Uh, so, but but I, like he'd be useful to clubs because of the age and experience. Is he's he old useful? enough to go to Geelong. Well, yeah. <laughs> but Geelong have got forwards, so they wouldn't be go to Geelong. Hmm. Interesting. Lockie yeah. Schiltz, so Fremantle uh, to Collingwood. Fremantle want a future first-round pick. That currently sits at 19. And I think that's probably pretty fair. I, I rate him. I think he's terrific. He's yeah. a real barometer for Freo. When he kicks goals, Freo win. Um, what did he kick this year? He kicked 20 or 30 goals. If I'm goals. Collingwood, like, they've got pick 19 now. I'm giving up pick 19 now for him because you're not going to get any lower pick. You they're know? not going to get a higher pick. They're not going to get a higher. That's right. They're, they're not get. Well, I mean, they're not going to be able to offer any lower. You won the flag. You got the. You got pick but eighteen next already. Year's if they drop down to eighth spot, then they give him. They give him. Pick then they give him pick. That's right. So so, so sell pick nineteen now, no, and and keep your future picks. My yeah. that's my thought. Is he worth a first round pick? Yes, I think he is. He's. I've I've got him in a few fantasy leagues there, so I've been keeping a bit of an eye on him, and he's got the ability to kick four or five goals in a hurry. He does go quiet at games, but in a Collingwood fast-moving structure of a game, yeah, he could do all right. And he's a good link player. He does handball quite a bit. Does uh, I'd like to see forward. Ross Lyon um, pony up and, and go looking for him, maybe. Oh, I'd, I think he'd be a great pickup. Yeah, Come on, so Ross, I, go I think get he's him. worth a first-round pick. And I think in the end, Collingwood will give it. All right, next one. Now, we just talked about him a moment ago. He's uh, He should get a life membership here on the opening bounce. Azava Radaglia of Geelong. Geelong have rejected... Structurally Port, important player. ...has rejected Port Adelaide's offer of pick 24. Last year, they rejected uh, Port's offer of pick 33 for Radaglia. I think 24 is as good as Geelong can expect. If they get any better than that, then they're getting overs. Well, 24 is effectively... Um a first round pick in this draft, isn't it? Well, no, that the, could blow out to pick twenty nine or thirty, even. Fair enough. Yep. But at this point, it's pick twenty four, and but I still think he's worth no more than that. Especially since they don't really want to play him. Like it's kind of like he's always the. All right, someone's injured. What's next? Well, Brad Galera will have to go do it. I thought his marking in the back line was okay this year. I thought he did some good and things, but he also made year. some big mistakes there as well. But first year as a backman under yes. AFL pressure, if, improve. You, if you were a forward your whole career, forward ruck, and all of a sudden you've been told to go a man up on Max King and all these other big forwards, you, you, it's going to take a bit of time. Yeah, I think. So, I, I think there's upside to him, but I don't think he's worth any more than pick What a Port won him for, though. Well, they've they're got a... Well, well they still utility. You can play forward, you can play back, you can throw him in the ruck. Did, did Port pick up a ruckman? Because they wanted Grundy because they, no, their ruckman are all... No, they Soldo. Right, so, so they haven't Richmond got a ruckman yet. No, no they don't, haven't, have no. So at this stage, they're drafting him as a ruckman. Well, no, their back line is a smallish back line. They're getting in, trying to get in Zerk Thatcher 
and Radaglia to bolster that back line up for them. Yeah, fair enough. All right, next one. Well, that's it on the done deals, but I think we should touch on Harley Reid. Now, where do we think he'll end up? Will he end up West Coaster in the Did box you seat to get he, him? Hear his interview, or I heard snippets of his interview this morning on the on the radio. Did you hear hear any of that? No. Okay, he said that he is looking forward to going to West Coast. Not only is he looking forward to it, he's going to embrace the experience, and he's asked for number nine, which is the old Ben Cousins and retiring Nitnat Nui's number. You don't ask for number nine in that club unless you're serious about going there. Could there be an 11th hour bid, though, by North Melbourne who hold picks 2, 3, 15 and 17? No, because there's only one pick that... There's one other kid that West Coast would consider, and that's the West Australian... Uh, you Backman, who's also Backman midfielder, and he's the only other one. If they got pick three, what stops North Melbourne taking him with pick two? So the only pick they could get is pick two, and North have said not in your life. Well, can he end out at Melbourne with pick six and eleven? No, no, it doesn't give. See, I don't think West Coast will pick Reed. Because they want to get pick West Australian buys. The West Australian guy is a big forward, which they don't defender need. Or which whatever. they don't but need. It, yeah, but they don't need either. They need guts. But they want him to stay. They don't want to get a Harley Reid in now, two years down the line, four years down the line, just when they're starting to come good. And he says, "Look, I want to go home." Well, that's always going right? to be a risk. Now but you go to North. North, if North traded with them and gave pick two for pick one, which would be a fair trade, considering then North would pick Harley Reid and West Coast would get the guy they want. The problem with going to Melbourne is um, Bulldogs could pick the West Australian guy. That's right. Pick four. And that's so why that doesn't help West Coast. And that's why West Coast aren't even interested in pick three on its own. Exactly. Because pick two is the West Australian guy. Yes. Uh, at this stage, that's the standout pick, especially if you're a, a, a worth way club. Look, Harley sounded pretty convincing on there that he's willing to embrace the opportunity to go and play AFL at the highest level with whoever gives him a jersey. So I, I think I don't disagree with that. I, I, think, you I think you've got to go. You've got to look at it what your team needs. And if you look at West Coast, they've got Brass, they've got McGovern, they've got other key backmen that are doing their job. Who are also at not, 29 to 31. Yeah, that's fine, but they're, 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 that's not their issue. You've got Oscar Allen and guys and like that. And young, the, forward. and young forwards. You've got old Darling that's still got a couple of years See, of spud the, left the, in the him. Two back, big backmen you mentioned and Darling are all gone by the time West Coast are rebounding. Brass is only young. He's only like 24, something like that. Oh, well, then he's got old real quick. But he's still got plenty of time left in him. But what have they got in the midfield? Not much. Their uh-huh. midfield is depleted, and in, and where's the ball won in AFL? It's yeah. one out of the guts. So what happens if they pick Harley Reid, and in three years he gets a signs one year contract or two year contract? They have to, and he says, "No, I don't want to re-sign. I want to go home." Well, they have to. What take happens that if risk? it after four years and five years? Just when West Coast are now starting to rebound and getting back in the eight, they lose their key man. Give him a club that he wants to stay at. Make him be part of the club. Make him buy into the culture. His family live at Tongala, two hours from Melbourne. That means for them to go and see him, they've got to go, travel two hours, jump on a plane, travel five hours or whatever it is to get to West Australia, and then they're away for three to five days because it's just not something you can do in a day. Go over there and watch. How often is that going to happen? So how long before he wants to come home? 
people go and they make a life where they go. They do. It Some does do. happen. Some do. You're right. Yep. But how many don't? Well, what I'll, about Lockie Schultz? You got to take the what best. What are we kid. saying, Lockie Schultz? He's been there for five years and now he says I want to go home. You still got to take the, the best kid. Time he has to go home. You've got to take the best kid. What do you think, Stats? Do you take the best kid or do you take the home kid? Look, if I was West Coast, I'd probably take the home kid, to be honest. I tend to agree with Sydney. Like, the, 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 the thing is, you can't predict the future, but from seeing in the past with other kids that have gone interstate, they don't tend to want to stay there for the long term, the majority Happy of them. Not there. all of them, but the majority. Happy to go there and yeah, get a few years' experience, and all of a sudden, things like um, Sarah or whatever it is from Carlton come home from Frio. Why? I just want to go home. Where where were the years that Freo? Where was the value Freo got out of picking him? Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I, I just it's hard to pass up on pure talent. You've got I, the pick, I agree, and you got the pick, and and the the best kid in the land is in front of you. So if you, I was West Coast and I'm thinking this way, I would say to North Melbourne, give us pick two and your first round pick. The next first round would be pick 21. West Coast get the guy they want and they get another first rounder. Yeah, but North have said no. They're not going to give up pick two and pick three. No, they wouldn't. They'd be mad if they did. They would only give up pick two and get pick one in return and give up another first rounder. It's a fair trade, but I I can't see North doing it. The other part is, is is there any other kids that North could be looking at that really are that next level? Oh. And that that's the tricky part. Do, do North uh, North going to go, well, we, we don't get Harley, but we're going to get the West Coast guy and that. And look, let's say North picked the West Coast guy. Maybe at the end of the year, the two could swap. They get to the end. They both want to go home. Uh, yeah, that could happen too. <laughs> <laughs> and they just do a straight swap. So why don't they just do the swap now and be done with it? I, I reckon I reckon there could be an 11th hour deal here. You know you know what? Okay, reverse your, your spot. Yeah, in Harley's shoes, you're got a choice of west coast or or north melbourne who's going to push for a flag first and i know you might say north melbourne straight up because of what they've got in their hands but history says north will find a way to screw it up really does they're almost as bad at drafting as st kilda are Kilda are. but whereas west coast they're a club that prides on getting to that last day in september Well, you've got alistair clarkson at the helm though who's yeah. A full-time premiership coach. You do, but... He's pretty good at bringing in players that he wants. You do. I'm just putting that out there, you know. Maybe it's a looking at going, well, if I go there, I would are they ever s- going to get off the bottom? I would still say North are better because they're four or five years into this rebuild. West Coast are only just now starting to rebuild. They've done nothing about a rebuild up until now. So he goes in, st- he's a superstar, he's the captain in another two years' time, two or three years' time. And all of a sudden, West Coast Eagles is the Harley Reid show. Yeah, uh, but you know, what if he comes home then? Where are you at then? Well, if you give him the captaincy and he's there, he's going to be happy and stay. So, Will McCabe's another one from South Australia. He's a key that wants to go as uh, a Hawks father-son. He He's going to be up there in the top t- there. Um, Mark McKenzie's another one. There's quite a few that are up in there that may go in the first round. But I don't know that there's one better than either of those two. They say that the Gold Coast forward, I don't have his name here, but oh. he they say he is a, a possibility, but because he's father-son and the sons have now got enough points, no one else will get him but the sons. Okay, all right, let's... 
let's just sit on the Harley Reid one and watch that because, and look, at the end of the day, I hope he goes and does what he wants to do. He's the number one talent. He, he really needs to look at it in his own heart and just go and do what he wants to do. Enjoy the very short career that an AFL football footballer has before it's over. And when you're as good as he is, go and enjoy it. From everyone in Shepparton, we wish you the best of luck, Harley. And, okay, let's look at team stats, okay? We've, we've only got about 20-odd minutes before we round up this show. So... Let's. How do you want to start? Top the bottom or bottom the top? Uh, bottom the top. We'll start with the Spuds. Start with the Eagles. How well, do we rate the Eagles season? Boys? Well, for me, it was an obvious F. <laughs> What's below an F, Bridges? Oh. It's not. A, it's A through to F. That's your last. Well, I'll, I'll give them an F minus. Yeah. F. Mainly because, they, as I just said before, they have not started their rebuild, and they're trying to blame injuries. They're trying to blame this, that, and whatever else. The fact is, they held onto their premiership players far too long. The group got old, and it and, just and fell that's away. the reason I ended out with an F and not an A. F, and F that minus. is a pretty harsh mark from you, Stats. You're very rarely dropped below a D, even. So, okay, uh, yeah, I, I think you've got to put them down. Although, I had them tipped as wooden spoon from the start of the year. So, effectively, they. They got three wins. They've overachieved. <laughs> I had them at like about two wins. What did you moment. give them then? Uh, I'll give them an F still because they, the, the, they just had too many injuries to their keys. Like Nat Nui not getting on the park at all. There's things that could have won them games and changed yeah, look things. Look at the age of him. Like it, you going into this season, no, no, you nor I or nor many others expected him to play more than five to eight games. Claire That's, wanted him to. Sure, sure, but she's not a football fan. Harley goes and takes number nine. Maybe she should become a Harley Reid fan. Maybe. Good reason, <laughs> All right, uh, North Melbourne. It was an F for me. Well, I'm going to give them a G. They're going to go below an F. You know why? Because they had Harley Reid and they blew it in the last round. They didn't have him all the way through. West Coast decide to beat the Bulldogs and give up Harley Reid. And then North Melbourne have it. And the week later, they win the game that they should not have won. I've just upgraded them to an E. I've given them based a North on those e. comments. Based on those comments. I'll based on the e. fact but that I actually don't think North didn't really get flogged this year. I thought it, a lot of the time under Ratten they, they were quite reasonably consistent. They should have won more games than they did. Inexperienced and unable to finish games off. A, a boundary line screw up cost them one game there. Um, so I actually thought they weren't so bad. I'd, I'd give them an E plus. No, I thought they were they were terrible. Sorry, but they were. And then they had got everything that they wanted for the year, and they handed it back. So, so you're giving them an F. I'm giving, giving them below an F. Yeah, F minus you've given them. Right? Okay. Uh, what are you giving North stats? I've changed it to an E. Yeah, because yeah. I said that they tanked the last round. Well, they didn't tank the last round when they should have. Right, um, next. Hawthorne? Yeah, look, it was an E for me for the Hawks. 13th in 2022, 16th this year. You know, I'm actually going to... You might think this is silly, but I'm actually going to give them a C. And the reason is they took some pretty wicked scalps this year. They, if you are at the top of the ladder and had to play the Hawks... You were in trouble. If you were near them on the ladder and it affected the draft order, you pretty much had an easy win. But they took some really good scalps. They've shown bits throughout the year that says that their club isn't as bad as that it looked. I agree with you. I give them a D. I think that their, their, their season, you could see where they were going as a club. You can 13th see the to 16th in the end of the day, though. They dropped three places. Yeah. 
But yeah. who did they beat? They beat a lot of the top four, top eight sides. They beat St Kilda. They beat so they had. Did they beat Collingwood? They had seven they wins. Did beat Collingwood, yes. Yep. Yeah, they beat St Collingwood, St Kilda, Brisbane. One of the I remember that one, and we'll talk about that. So that you know they beat the, they beat the two it? grand finalists. Yeah, I thought they. Yeah. So uh, and then they lost to North so Melbourne and all these bits. Hawks, so. Statsman, E, E. All right. Um, I could be talked into an E plus, but it's an E. Yeah. And they've got, and they end up with pick three in the draft, or whatever pick number it becomes. And what pick still had some talent, some good games. So. Yep. So what draft they they've got pick four now. Like they should have beaten Giants when they played Giants. They just fell away in the last moments. There was other games yeah, I thought Hawks tactical, were right all in. tactical bridges. I I don't disagree with you. Gold Coast F. F. Get the play final. Should have done it this year. I felt and. Yeah, I don't know where they sit going forward. And I know they've got Hardwick at the club now. I've often said that it's harder for a premiership coach to do it at two clubs. We're just going to have to wait and see. I, I again give them a D. If they traded anything in, they've traded plenty out. Well, they're, they're, they're going for academy. Groups. Yeah, they've got academies coming through right, apparently. So they're going youth, which means that next year they're going to be tanking again. In theory. What are you <laughs> giving them, Joe? Um... Ah, uh, they're they're a basket case. I thought they were disappointing this year. I'm going to give them an F because they should have fired their coach last year, and they held on to him, and then all of a sudden when he he wins a game and they fire him. Yeah, uh, just ever like everyone's got to the point where all right, yeah, they're going to keep him. He's going to be the next bit. And I was like, no, no, hang on, wait, on Hardwick's out there. Get out the door. The and reason I give him a D, not an F, is because. There were games that they were good. There was games where you could see the, the progression of these young players coming through. There was quite a few, I thought, that looked like they had become AFL footballers. Noah Anderson's um, one, whatever. So I think there was a D. Okay, Noah Anderson raises them up to a D. The, the steak knives was better than the actual steak. <laughs> better than Rao. Uh, Fremantle. F. Played finals last year. Should have made 14th finals. this year. Uh, terrible season. They've gone backwards. Yep. You, I agree there's no that. other way to describe it, is there? No. They, uh, they, they had one period in the middle of the season where they beat Sydney and a few, a couple of others around there, won four in a row and looked like, all right, they're back on track, and then just fell away again. I, I thought there was an absolute failure for they, them. They lost too many games at home as well. They won a few on the road but they lost games at home that you would have normally just gone, yep, four points, thank you. So, yeah, terrible season for them. And not only a terrible season, they they weren't tanking because they'd already given up their pick their to get Luke Jackson. So it was a terrible pick, a terrible season with no future kids coming through. Mm, I agree. So what have they got in the draft? Where's their first pick in the draft? Oh, it could end up being Collingwood's pick 19 at this point. Um, well, at this stage, I'm... I'm scroll- pick 46 is their first pick in the draft. Mm, so that makes it worse, doesn't it? So not only have they done so bad, they're, they're losing players and they're not going to pick anything up back. So, yeah, they got, they're not going to do any better next year. Uh, Tigerland, the Richmond Tigers. Yeah, end of an era at Richmond. It was an E for me for the Tigers this year. Played finals last year and an E this year. And, of course, they were great. Throughout the latter part of the 20 teenies, but uh, I think the year is over at Tigerland. Bridges? Oh, I'm I interested on yours before I put, make my comment here, because I know yeah, what I'm thinking. Yeah, look, I think it was, a, um, it was a tough early part of the year. They had a few injuries or whatever, lost their coach, 
Then they brought in McWalter as a coach, and I thought then they got a bit of resilience going. They started to win a few games or whatever else, and then I think the club went to McWalter and said, hang on, we're not going to do any good in the finals this year. Pull it back a bit, and then all of a sudden they went on a run of losing streak. So I give them a, an E because of that losing streak, whether it was because of the coach or whether it was a club directive. They fell away badly at the end. Yeah, it's an E for end and E for era. Uh, I'm going to give era. them. I'm going to give them a C because when that was, that's it. We're done. We're not playing finals. They started winning games, and some of these players stood up more. It's more a C from individual players who put their hand up and said, "I want to be part of the next era. I want. I, I'm good enough to do that." And I think that that was, there's stuff to work with there. McQuaidor did really good and probably should have got the job. Um, local boy Uze uh, obviously got got the job in the end, and that's great for us here. Bad for Melbourne, but yeah, I'll, I'm go, I'll, I'm going with a C. Next, Statsman. Geelong, they got the flag. We all know that last year, but they didn't make the finals this year for the first time in a long time, and it was an F for me. Yeah, F. I don't even need to say much about them. Too old, too slow. They they're still wearing the same clothes that they wore in their Mad Monday after the. Uh, you're going an F2. F, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm going with it. I had a. Uh, I'm going with a D plus. I had three teams to from, pick. From get. a flag, hang on, talk me through that D plus from a flag to twelfth, and it's the first time they haven't made finals. I think, or the second time they haven't made it in like over a decade. Because last year they got an A plus, winning the grand final, and they've come off of that. They've lost their uh, their heroic captain. They've lost a couple of other players there. But what they did do this year, why they get a D from me, is they blooded half a dozen young players that will come on in time to come. Oh, so I it's the young players why I'm giving My them issue is I had three teams at the start of the year to get 100 to 1 odds on them for the flag, and I picked Geelong, Brisbane, and Melbourne. Now, they didn't even make the eight. They didn't even give, there's not even a chance <laughs> of getting 100 to 1 odds on that. It was there. So uh, you burnt it by the fact that I thought you were top three again. And you let me down. Uh, Essendon? E plus. So we're 15th in 2022. Made some inroads to finish 11th. When are you getting them? A, a, what, what rating? E plus. E plus. You're going to think this is crazy, but I'm actually going to give them, and you're going to say it's crazy, I'm going to give them a B. Oh. Not because of their football this year, but for the effort they put in in draft period. Now, what they've picked up in the I'm looking future, right? Their season this year is year and F. But then they've got to the end and gone, hang on, we've got these gaps. What have I got to do to get them? And they've brought in a ruckman. They've brought in a small forward. They've brought in a, a, a couple of other players. They have made some big inroads in the trade period. C minus for mine. They were so disappointing. B, Halfway through the year, three quarters of the way through the year, they looked like, yes, they were on, on track at times. They looked brilliant. And at other times, they got a proper tell. Well, you know how hard it is for me to give Essendon a B. That, yep. that, it's like, you know. C minus, I thought they were disappointing in the end. And what is more disappointing is that the young players they drafted two, three, and four years ago have not come on. Uh, I've just got one stat to find there. Hang on, and I'll find it in two seconds. Stats, next one. We're running out of time, boys. Adelaide, uh, of course, finished 10th this year. We're 14th last year. Look, really, for a quirk in the player review system or the goal umpiring system, they would have been playing finals. No, so no, 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 no. No, no they, still, they still wouldn't have got played finals. So I think they would have. I no. think you'll find they would have got in. No. Yep. Yes. I'm sure they did not. Yes. Uh, no, yes, yes, they would have because their no. percentage is more than the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs so that, didn't get in. No, no but, but they would have got... Have. 
Yes, they would have. Sydney wouldn't have got in if they that kick had gone. Adelaide would have made finals if that had been paid. If they had one extra win, would they be in? No, but Sydney would be down a win, wouldn't they? Yes. So Sydney would drop from 50 points down to 46. Adelaide would be 48 points and a higher percentage and would be in. Yes, that's just right. Exactly. It's not guys. very often I'm going to agree with stats, but the math Come says... Come on, let's get out of the fantasy into the real stuff. The real Adelaide world. D minus for me. Because I, I had them as a nothing team this year. Yeah, and I thought that they were going to make some inroads. And like, like I said, all bar a score review, they were playing final. So it's a D minus. Very unlucky to finish 10th. I'm going to put them as a... a a C, C plus, and I would give them a B if they'd won a few more away games. I'll give but, them a C but, only. And the, you're right. As just a travelling team, they were pretty disastrous. They were, that, that cost them the spot, really. Yes, I know that the goal review screwed them good and proper, but at the same time, they dropped a few games but away that they should have you won. You're saying that that cost them, yeah, whatever. I thought you say that that's umpiring like, doesn't ever say anything stats. No, but if they oh. had got it right, and if they had been done correctly... But don't you always say that there's 4,000 things that happened in the game yeah, exactly. up to it, blah, but, but blah, blah. There was a score review that the umpires did muck up. Or I'm never going to fag the umpires, that says. And that if they had done the score review correctly, they'd probably play in finals. Now, stats, man, are you saying. sure you're oh, not wearing my shirt? There's a lot of things shirt. why Adelaide didn't make finals as well. And if you've got to put yourself in that position, like I said, like I've always said. Then you said, can't blame that one thing. You've got to blame the other things. Um, but by the way, the, the stat I'm that I'm saying that they for, were most unlucky not to be playing. The great stat that I was looking for for Essendon was currently stands at 6,556. Do you know what that is, Bridges? Days since they won a final. Fi- final final. Now, we've got another year to go before we get back to final, so that will be over 7,000 as a minimum. <laughs> 7,000 days since they won a final. Oh, so don't they make have, me cry. They have Come made on. some trades. What I really hope is we get to this point next year. Sorry, Essendon fans. I know, mate, you're listening, maids and a few others, but I really hope that comes. 7,400. <laughs> okay. Next, uh, that's Bulldogs. Dogs. Look, I had them as an E. They made finals in 2022. I think they've gone backwards, though, on that. Runners up a couple of years ago against Melbourne. They did finish ninth. They were the best of all the sides outside the top eight, so it's an E for me. Okay. If you lose to West Coast, when West Coast, you know, had the number one pick and did not want to win, so you were that bad that you lost to a team that did not want to win a game, you get an F. You, you seriously get an F. Well, based on that, Collingwood should do too because they lost to West Coast last year. Last year? Well, yeah, well, I probably gave Collingwood an F last year. And they and made a prelim it. last year and then won the flag year. this year. So if you're going to use that logic... Oh, maybe Bulldogs will do better next year. And that was in year. Melbourne as well, that The issue with win. the Bulldogs is the coach. It's, it's, it's the topic out everywhere is, is Beveridge the right man for the job? Is he just cruising on the fact that he won a premiership in by luck in 2016 and got them all right to go at the right time, and he's still riding that coat trails of that now eight years later, or about to be nine years later? Um, or is it that he just doesn't have the assistance around that he respects? He fired all his assistants again, so yeah. he, he's continually firing his assistants. Why do you have to keep firing your assistants? Because, because no one wants to work with you. Yeah. Yeah. So beverage is I, the I issue. I give them a D. I, I just think... The, their list is... I, I look at their list. And it's yes, overrated. The, the bottom of their list is maybe a little bit gappy. Yeah. But the middle to the top of their list is well good enough to be in a top four spot. So for me, they got an F. They, they should have made finals and they blew it. I, I give them a D because I picked them in the finals um, and I left other good teams out 
and I just thought they were better than they performed, and they disappointed. What did you give them stats? He gave them an dogs e. e e okay. Uh, Sydney Swans. Look, it was a C minus for me. Now I know they've sort of gone backwards on their runner up in the grand final last season, but they got walloped in that grand final, and history says that sides don't even come back and f- play finals from uh, such a belting. They, they've managed to do so now. At around 13 or 14, they were no chance. They were uh, 15th. Yeah, they were seven, no they, chance. They were 17th, I think, back that far back there, and the 15th at about round 17. was one ahead of them. Yes. So I think they've showed some real resolve, not only getting smashed in the grand final and coming back the way they have, now they've recruited some players into the club as well. So, yeah, it's interesting times for Sydney. Look, it's a C-minus for me. I've... Got to, I've got to actually give them an A minus to be honest. We wrote these guys off; they were dead buried and waiting for next year. And they found a way. They got their list back. Injuries got them early. You mentioned it many times, Bridges, that there was just a few yeah, keys quite, out. The back line was decimated. That was there. Once they got them back, they fought their way. They made finals. You can't ask for any more than that from a club that that could have very easily just taken pick 16, pick 17 and, and not bothered instead. And now they've picked up a Ruckman. They've picked up Taylor Adams. They've picked up a, a jo- James Jordan. They've drafted, traded well. It doesn't have anything to do with this year's result. It does. because they've traded well. That's for next year. Yeah, but right now... It was yeah, but you've thing. been saying that you've been giving sides sort of higher marks based on the future, only which the is fair cats, enough. Only the cats which I've got be- nothing against Only that. the Cats because they actually played them, though. They're already there. They actually played yes, them Yes, but we're year. doing our ratings now after the oh, trades are done. So that's break. all part of the year. I give them a B minus, um, mainly because they uh, dropped uh, from Giants. first down to what they end up. Right, seven. We've got seven left and not much time. Giants. Well, well, Giants made a prelim, and I had them for the spoon, so I'll stick my hand up there at the start of the year. Finished 16th. Look, they're a B. I, I thought that they were sensational. A, a plus for the Giants. They, they had, were, were not making finals, and they made a prelim. They... Uh, Kingsley was coach of the year, wasn't he? Yes. Yep. So coach of the year, a a plus from them. Yes, they they fell one Toby Green one point one Toby Green um, choke not paid or one steel side bottom. Maybe if it was a fumble and he did, it wasn't so good and just took that clean mark, they were one point from a grand final. Um, you can't take that away from them. And they were in seventh spot, so they had to fight their way there. I give them a B plus. You can only give A plus to a Premier, by the way. I can but give anyway. A plus to whoever I want because I've got pressing the buttons here. I give them a B plus. <laughs> Why? Because the first six, eight, nine games, they looked a disaster. They looked no better than they had been. Kingsley then got them on the right track and they come home like a train. I was impressed. So you, what'd you give them? A plus? B plus. B plus. You don't even give them an A. No, they didn't make their end final. But Jesus, you're a hard yeah, man. Yeah, I'm with you, Sydney. Only A's oh. reserved for grand finals. No, three. sorry. I, I think that they set the tone for where their future's going. Toby Green stood up, did the right thing, become a captain. That. Absolutely. The, their year was a very good year. And yeah. by the way, from playing with GV Giants, I've got used to the Giants' colours, so that bumped them up an extra half mark. Yeah, but you've you, you got a, a swayed there because you don't have to sing their stupid song. No, we don't. So that's got to be. We a got point to the off. end, and we won the uh, the the Australian Championship there. And we got to the end, and the coach goes, "Oh, we got to sing a song." They hadn't picked out a song to sing, so half of them want to sing the Richmond song, other half North Melbourne. In the end, I can't remember what we sung or what we did, but we went went and found the bar. Next is after Giants <laughs> is Saints, D plus, 
hard because hard team because they tenth last year. I had them playing finals. Not many did. I did, and uh, they did that. I thought that they were okay. This so would you give Saints. them a B plus, D plus, D plus? Whoa. that's a bit. Rough. You got six on the ladder for a team that was full of spuds. <laughs> and you give them a D. Never came out of the top eight all season. The top six all yep. season. I've got to give them a, a, a B plus to be honest, because I had them down about fourteenth. Fourteenth to sixteenth was where I had them, and I'm a Saints fan. I put them in my eight just because I always do, but I didn't expect anything. Ross Lyon, he does. I don't like him much as a coach, but geez, he can milk a list. I agree. I thought, and, they, and I he thought milked they, that list. Outperformed all, everybody. Bar stats. That's the only one they had him in there. All the. I had him in the eight. Oh. I didn't think they'd make it, but I still had him in. Oh, I can't even remember. But what they I also picked. started the year with no forwards, no backmen. They had all these yeah. kids. They went and found Caminiti in a practice match and put him straight and full forward. They had young guys, so they blooded the kids. Philippou, he is just going to be an absolute superstar. So they, they were able to get 23 games into a lot of these kids that probably wouldn't have, and they played off in a final. Oh, yeah, they lost you. the final, got thumped. And that's why Giants yeah, got a good I grade. I give a B plus as well, mainly because they stayed in the eight all season. They Actually, blooded no, a hang on, kids. I'm dropping it back to a C. Yeah, that? Because we're at the trade period now, and they ain't done jack in the trade period yet again. So it's not looking like that they're going to bring in any talent, and we're going to run into next yeah, year with the same list. You can't bring that whatever they do at the trade. I can. I said I was. You should have said they did nothing in the trade period last year to do any. They did this nothing. Year. No, last year Ross Lyon got in too late, so it was there. Ross Lyon's there now, so the decisions being made now are his. So that no, you lose a rating because you haven't traded me. You're giving a C plus. A C plus, yep. Should have gone and got me Clayton Oliver. Go and pay whatever. Give him two mil a year. Carlton. Yeah, look, they made the finals since the first time since 2013. Got to a prelim. They were really good up at the Gabba and looked like causing an almighty upset in that first quarter. B-plus for me for the Blues, considering where they were with their fans sort of really getting into them midway through the season. I thought that they showed a (laughs) lot of resolve. Uh, uh, This is another one I've got to give an A. I'm going to give them a – I'm just going to give them a straight A. And it was a B – but because I had to go and dig up Michael Voss from the grave, I'd put him in about halfway through the year. Um, that that making me have to dig up that grave gave him an extra one. Like honestly, this team was was burning their their, their club um, members were burning their jerseys and were burying Michael Voss. And somehow he flipped a switch, and they just became good. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I give him B, just a straight B, mainly because the poor start of the year cost them. But then they got going, and they thought they were terrific. So the last game, they had it on did toast. Did the poor start of the year cost them anything? Oh. Unless they had a home prelim final is the only difference they could have had because yeah. they just happened to draw Brisbane in Brisbane. May, if maybe they'd played but Collingwood. That's the, the last part of what I was saying. Yeah. They had them, five goals to zip, and got beaten by 17 points. So Are yeah. they in a premiership window, Carlton? Have to be. Uh, They're look, five times over the salary cap. I, I think they overachieved this year. I don't think there's gaps in that list. There's age into that list. I think they overachieved this year, but they are next year going to be in the eight. They've and got the year belief. after, I think they're a real danger the year after. They got belief into themselves at the end, though, and they'll carry that into next year. Cripps was 
magnificent in that final. I thought he was just really, really good. Oh, he's a bull. You're uh, right. He, injured, went in injured, broken ribs, cracked ribs or whatever. And still just shook every tackle yeah. like they were, weren't even touching him. Uh, Walsh, Walsh was superb. the player of the finals there without playing the grand final. So there's talent in that list to go through. Yeah, plenty to look up. However, I still stand by it. There is no way on earth that fits in the salary cap. That it just doesn't. It just it can't. You can't have that much buy in that much talent. They're not homegrown talent. And whenever you buy a player in Bridges, what do you got to do? Pay overs. You got to pay overs to get them away from the old club. Yep. Kai Kernow, Cripps, Welsh, Weedering. There's a dozen there that have got to be on nine hundred a million. Well, some of them they bred, so you can. Mm. Weedering was drafted by them. Draft pick one. Yep. So, so some still got to be on eight and nine. Still got members. Anyway, uh, Melbourne. D oh, for me, uh, yeah. Sorry, sets jo- Joey, turn this down D for, for the a demons. Yep, Joey, please. We know you love your sponsorship there at Pat and Tina's, but you probably should turn down this rating and not listen to it. Bridges? Uh, look, I'm going to give them a C. Plus. <laughs> all right, and I'm just uh, almost a B. I'll make it a B minus, all right? Why am I giving them a B minus? Because you want Joey to sponsor again next year? No, Joe will do it anyway. He's got plenty of money. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't. He works hard, that bloke. Um, B minus, why? Because they were there. The two finals they played, disconnection between mid and defence towards their forwards. I've said it for the last few years. That's That's their problem. That's a bad part then. Yes, it is. But they still only went down by, what, seven points and what, the, whatever. They, they were in both games. Bad kick and cost them a place in this year's grand final. That's, and you're describing a, const- a D team. No, I'm not. How do you think they got to be third on the ladder if they're a D team? Because, because they've played to- finals two years in a row off the back of winning a grand final and gone out in straight sets and put themselves in winning positions to be in a premiership opportunity. They had Carlton on toast, and then they still managed to screw that up. Uh, it's a D. It's a clear D. And not only is it a D, they still don't have a forward line. So they're not going anywhere further because they haven't got a forward line. It's next year. You can't talk about that, Jase. But they haven't traded enough well, to they give us get, a... they're trying to get McAdam in. It's not going to help. And they've kept Petty, which I think they would... Petty would have been better off to go to Adelaide because I don't, th- I don't think he's their answer as a forward. Uh, all right. Uh, Port Adelaide? C-plus for me. They finished 11th in 2022, got the third on the ladder in the home and away, and... Look, I thought they made some real ground this season and Ken Hinckley signed on for another couple of seasons as coach and let's see what they do in 2024. Don't, don't you, in the end, though, when, like up to finals, yes, they're they're probably a C-plus B team, but to go out in straight sets... Um, from is, Coming from 11th, though, I can, I can elevate them higher than Melbourne who have come off a grand final and, and coughed yeah. up... Uh, Two final series in the last two years, but they should—they had to, have, you know, they, they were expected to beat the Giants, and the Giants steamrolled them. No, um, I picked the Giants. Just, yeah, I picked the Giants. You. I picked the Giants too, but they were still favourites to win that game at home, and they lost that game. Up, yeah. Look, from eleven to C third, minus, C under minus. a lot of pressure at the start of the season, and Ken Hinckley—did they want him gone? Did they want him to stay? The players rallied, I felt, and played out row. of their skin. Yeah, I, I thought that they were worthy of a C plus. Like, yeah. like I'd say, finished I, I, 11th and I then take your C got, plus. got into the top three. What are you giving them, Jase? So I'll give them a C plus because of the 13 wins in a row. I'll give them Club a, record. a B minus. And it would be a solid B if they hadn't have faded so badly into the finals. So just 
All ran right. out of legs at the end of the year. They had half a dozen injuries, and that, I think, is, a, is some excuse to why they fell away. Uh, they do have problems in their defence. They're trying to answer that. They, you know, There's other issues they have, but that 13 in a row was spectacular. And we get to the runners-up, Brisbane Lions. Well, I reserve my A's only for the uh, grand finalists, and Brisbane's a clear A. Fair enough. Um, home ground advantage, they used to, the, to perfection. They struggled when they travelled to Melbourne each time. And Look, they were good at Docklands. They still struggled at the MCG, although I felt they've made some real inroads in that regard, only to go down by a kick in a grand final at the MCG. Yeah. They were way ahead of Melbourne, I remember them playing there in mid-season, and they were... 39 points up that or still something That still doesn't change the fact, Sydney. They and went down rolled, by a kick in a grand final. Yeah, but they still ended up I, second. I, I think they've made some inroads in into that regard. Interesting watch, though, because with the Olympics and everything coming up, how long do they have the Gabba for? What does their new home venue look like? So I, I'm, I think they've got the Gabba next year so anyway. Mark but, did tell me they've been training at another venue that doesn't hold a real much of a crowd at all. Mm. So they will lose that they will be in awful trouble yeah whether that's next year or not i don't know but uh yeah but uh look and how lot how many years too i I think there are i think at the moment just heading just if we just look into next season i mean i think they they take a lot out of this season brisbane look if you have to look okay where did brisbane want to finish they wanted to finish on the ladder like you say stats all you do for 24 games is qualify for finals you do yep and what would they have dreamed of being at the start to sit at a spot where they had two home finals in a row. They did that. They won both those home finals. They made a grand final and went down by a point. Now, they did Four go points. down. Four points. Yeah, but by, by a kick, I mean. Um, went down by a kick, and the team played them, yes, had an extra 30 shots of goal, but they went down only by one kick. So I've got to give them an, an A. They get an A. They made yeah. the grand final, right. and Colling will get an A-plus because I always give the winner of the premiership like I did Geelong last season, an A-plus, and I always reserve that for the Premier. I give them an A-minus lines. Um, the, that that list was a way better list than Collingwood's list. Their forwards are deadly. They have good backmen. They have it all over the ground, and on the day they didn't, didn't get it. You don't win a line. grand final at the Gabba, normally. A-minus a for mine. Okay, let's talk about Collingwood. Do we have to? We well, A-plus Collingwood, I already said is it. it so this I is where we finish. This is like... You know, sink, we're, we're at the point where the ship's sinking bridges. We're standing on the mast, <laughs> and all that's left of the mast is a Collingwood flag. The whole AFL's on the bottom. Where uh, the la- la- Who's going to hold this last little flag up? I don't want to hold the Collingwood flag stats. You have to. Well, look, let's look at it this way. Is that list, and they've won a flag, congratulations to Collingwood. Can that list actually go back to back? Look, yeah, I think it probably can. The only, the, I'm giving them an A plus as well. I give them an A. The plus is because I don't think that list is better than Brisbane's list. list Brisbane's list is better. The thing with Collingwood is last year they played some totally exciting football and just got over the line in so many games. I loved watching it. Absolutely loved it. This year was a different Collingwood though. They were much more workmanlike. They didn't let sides get way ahead of them and have to come home and beat them as much. They won close games, yes, but they weren't 30 points behind and race over the top of them. They played some brilliant football. There was a little more tempo to the way they played. Yeah, yeah. So I think they can do it again next year. With the experience of last year, this year they gained gained that extra 
game and a bit and won grand final, and I think they can still do it again next year, even though it's still not the best list in the league. I look at their list now, and I compare their list to the list over the last three, five years. I honestly think this is the weakest list they've had in that whole time period. But what do they have? They've got a coach that's got them believing that they can win any game. Yep. So yep. The, the list is very Richmond-like, probably, that list that they've got out there. They weren't superstars. It has a touch of the way they yeah. play a bit of very rich. Not so. No, they play too. different. They play. Yeah, they, 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 there's some sameness and some yeah. difference. Yeah. But it's got that any soldier will do. Yeah, I agree with that. Is that you, Bridges? It's in the background. We're, we're going to finish the show. I with think Bridges, that's Craig McCraigan. Bridges, Bridges, actually, Craig McCraigan. It's your fault. It's not my fault. It is. You gave me the phone for a week, so it had to be on loud. Otherwise, you wouldn't even know. <laughs> it's your fault. Uh, uh, what we you finished with some what class. I've got to give them an well, A+. Plus it might be Jason Welchering and they say, wrap it up at a year, boys. You've uh, gone quarter past seven already. I've, I've got to give it to the. I've got to give the Pies an A+, plus simply because they did the job. I didn't. I didn't. They weren't of my tips of the year. They, they weren't one of my three. You, you can, you know, stop that, Bridges. It's all good. <laughs> so we... Uh, while we're waiting yeah. for Bridges here, isn't this just a fitting way to finish stats? <laughs> it's it's stats your is, fault. Stats is here and laugh. Anyone else want to make a call before we go? You know, ring the wife, say hello. Uh, a plus for Collingwood. And where does it go for next year? Please don't let it be back to back. Except if it's Essendon going to beat them. Um, but before we do go, boys, you've got a whole year to, to change One your mind on this. we haven't done to finish the year off. What? We haven't nominated our Spud of the Year. You haven't done Spud of the we Year? We haven't done no, Spud of the Year. No, we haven't missed that, probably because we Queensland didn't really care. And it occurred. All right, so very, hang on. I'll find a stinger. Let me... Because we, we, this should be the last thing we do because people love winning Spud of the Year. You just ask, you know... A couple that have won it. Just do one. Two of them. You know you're gonna have to face it. You're addicted to spots. Might as well face it. Right, now you can go. Couldn't hear it, Jase. That's because we're still going. All right. Uh, Hawkins got four. Mate, he got those early in the year when he plays a couple of terrible games. Then he found his form and he was better than so that. So it's his third, is it? He got four points. Yeah, but in the spot of the no, year. No, he was fifth. Butler was equal, well, equal fourth. Butler was four as well. And he was lucky he didn't get a few more, Dan Butler, from St Kilda. He deserved a few more. He just tackles well. That's the only reason he stayed up there. Uh, third goes to Gaff from West Coast. Got five spuds for the year. And he, he should have got more too because he played some awful games. Experienced player that dropped away. Se- and second goes to Papley from Sydney. Why does Papley got so many? Why is because when he kicks goals, yes, he's a little superhero and runs around like he's the greatest player the world has ever How many seen. Did he get? Seven. seven. I think he's got about seven or nine superstars as well. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my point exactly. He's either totally good or he's really bad. And the spud of the year goes to Jack Darling from West Coast. Nine spuds of the year. Why? Because he didn't help his team. He helped them stay on the bottom. Uh, stats man, if. Darling had have got uh, no votes when he had a broken arm. You know he wouldn't have been the start of the spud of the year, don't you? He played the whole game. Did he not play the whole game? Yes, he played the whole game. So what you're telling us is you've got... He played the whole got, game. Did he come out and say, oh, I can't play this half because I've got a broken arm? No, he didn't say that. He came out and said, I'm playing this half and I'm <laughs> terrible, but I'm still here. 
So, as a consequence, <laughs> you get spuds. <laughs> you've finished in some form, Bridges. So, you've given spud of the year. You've you finished uh, answering your question. A bloke's got a broken arm. Broken he, should arm. Be, he should be commended for actually going he, out and trying to help a he young group. He should be getting superstars, but actually, you yeah. You only know that. You knew that the week afterwards. You didn't know when the game was No, on. no. It, it, was, it was well known. And you knew it. Yes, no, you knew it when you were doing your votes. Hey? You knew it when you were doing your votes. Sure, no, I picked him out straight away. You mentioned away. it straight away to yeah. you. Yeah, I don't care. I still say he was a dud on the day, and he stayed a dud. Gets <laughs> butter the. We're going to have to work on yeah, this part of the one year arm. category, aren't we? Stats? Pretty courageous, yeah. playing with one arm, helping out a young group. Structurally at West Coast. important, he was. He was he's structurally incompetent, is what he was. <laughs> You're a harsh man, Bridges. Yeah, that that's that's just yeah. Uh, can't have that. Pa- well, Papley, so Papley really should be the winner. Stats, why don't you pick the spud of the year? Because I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, yeah. go that low, Sydney, to be actually no. doing that. Like, I've never played we, we, the we game do need to do this. at the highest level, and I've got no right to call anybody a spud now, that's played AFL. Now, stats, we have one game. We have the superstar, which I do. Bridges managed to crucify people with spuds. What are you going to bring to us next year? In we, what way? We, we, need a, we need a stats man segment. So that's your homework, is think of a segment. Well, you, how, about, something new. how about read the room, Jack? Because he totally hasn't. <laughs> We can have we can have read the room, Jack. Of course, of course. If those that don't know, McRae after the grand final in his press conference told uh, Jack Inovan to read the room. So I reckon we should have a segment next year called Read the Room, Jack. He should be at another club or somewhere else, Ginnivan. Uh, uh, no. Right, Bridges. Uh, Hope he got the quaddy that night. Brownlow medalist. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> Brownlow medalist for next year. Oh, that's a. Um, yeah. I'll go with uh, Petrucker. We did. Uh, we did that last week, didn't we? No. Yeah, we did. We did Brown. You asked me that last week. Oh, yep. I think. Uh, who's winning the grand final next year? I think the Pies are up there again. Uh, you're sad. Yeah, stats, come on, give me something better than that. Don't make Heather. Heather's listening in. She sent us a thank you for the year. Don't send her off with a high Where with the two years. Carlton. Melbourne will drop back a bit. If I had to pick one right now, I'd say Brisbane. Brisbane for me, or the Giants. To be honest. I like. I think the Giants have turned the selfish corner, and that just puts them a sneaky up there. But Brisbane is my pick. Got just to real to quickly, who could make the eight that didn't make it this year? Uh, Bulldog, Adelaide Bulldogs, Adelaide, um, Geelong, Essendon, based on their recruits. No, oh, I hope not. <laughs> Suns, no. No, because the Suns haven't drafted anything. The Suns will be sixteenth to eighteenth next year. They'll be they'll you can have them back on your wooden spoon list. And and Dimmer's got uh, with Hardwick up there. Five years. He's got a five year contract. He's going to go now. Look, anyone wants to argue with me? Look at the three flags I've got, and they're, he's going to go through the whole year, and no one can argue with him. But if you're not one of his twenty three at the end of the year, you're pretty much going to be out the door. Mm-hmm. So this year for him will be. Who's capable of taking me? Yeah. Yep, I'll adapt the game plan. He hasn't gone through and delisted a million people, but they're not going to do any good. Uh, probably the Bulldogs and the Crows. The Crows could drop away. I, I think they overplayed themselves. I don't know. I thought they were. They looked okay to me. Better question then: Who goes out? Well, I think Saints will be similar. Giants are up there. Carlton will be similar. Sydney will be. Uh, so who goes out? Melbourne could drop away. Yeah, Melbourne could. Because after all, you gave them such a high rating for losing all those games and having no forward line. 
They didn't get an over high rating. What are you on about? What'd you give them? A B plus? A B minus. A B minus when they should have been winning, playing the grand final and didn't even make a prelim. Well, that's fair. But I still rated their season. I think they had a good season. They just fell away two games at the end. Give them a break. Well, thank you very much, boys, for the year. As always, it's been lots of fun. Uh, a few thank yous have come in from some of our, our loyal listeners there. So people love hearing you guys. Uh, well, thank you to the listeners, the ones that listen. That's why we go to air here every week here at 1FM 98.5 for local footy fans. And we're just three local blokes that have a bit of fun with it and never played at the highest level, obviously. But, you know, it doesn't stop us having an opinion, does it, Sid? Um, no, we're I played State of Origin last week, man. What more do you want from me? <laughs> oh, put the big V on last week. Come on. Actually, congratulations on winning the grand final in that too, Jason. Uh, it was a, a real... A real eye-opener a bit to actually be able to get up there and do that, be with that group of guys. It was one of those things that you I'll always remember. It was, it was pretty special to do that. It was a pretty big count, wasn't it? It was 1,800 players? Yeah, 1,600 players. They took over that Aussie world. If anyone's ever been up to the Sunshine Coast, there's a like a B-grade dream world up there called Aussie world. 2,300 people went across to it. Um, that for the that was for yeah, the was celebrations. Yep, yep. So it was a very big carnival. Maruchidor complex up there is just absolute beautiful. Um, if our shepherd and mayor is listening, go and contact the masters and find a way to bring that here. Fifteen to twenty-five mil, they reckon it brought into the place. Mm. Um, Shep could use that. And we've got good some good overs in Marupna. We've got Deacon Reserve. We've got Swans. We've got Kyala. We've got plenty of ovals here that Shep are good East enough good. To, to play those games. So. Yeah, Shep Council, go investigate Masters uh, Australian Championships and, and and put a bid in for it in two, two years. years. Two, three yep. years. Otherwise, Mildura's going to get it. Um, Mildura's fighting for it at the moment, so and put a bid in and overshadow them. But thank you, boys. We are done for the year. It's time to sign off. I'm going to do it. I'm going to play that Collingwood theme song as we leave out for all you Collingwood fans. Uh, I really hope I do not have to play this song at the end of next year, but right now... Well done to the Pies. You were the best team of the year. And thank you to all our listeners. Thank you, Bridges. Thank you, Stats. Thank you to 1FM for letting us be on air. And, of course, thank you to Pat and Tina's BP Service Station. Santina's BP service station North Shepparton has been serving people living in and visiting our region for now more than 50 years. There's no other place you can still experience driveway service delivered with a smile, the old-fashioned way. Supplier of BP Ultimate Fuels, they will wash your windows, check under your bonnet and even do your tyres while you wait. Next time you're filling up, do it at Pat and Tina's BP service station. GV Highway, North Shepparton. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.